Introducing Carvana Value Tracker, where you can track your car's value over time and learn what's driving it. It might make you excited. Whoa, didn't know my car was valued this high. It might make you nervous. Uh-oh, market's flooded. My car's value just dipped 2.3%. It might make you optimistic. Our low mileage is paying off. Our value's up. And it might make you realistic. Mm, car prices haven't gone up in a couple weeks. Maybe it's time to sell. But it will definitely make you an expert on your car's value. Carvana Value Tracker. Visit Carvana.com to start tracking your car's value today. From ghosts to UFOs, are these figments of our psyche, or is there more to this world than we realize? My name is Benny Mac, and this is Paranormal Junkie. On today's episode, we are talking to Chris, who works and lives in a South London school. The school has been in operation since the late 1800s. Chris shares some stories that have happened in his home, which is attached to the school, and from the inside the school itself. What exactly is going on in this school in South London? Uh, thanks for joining me, Chris. I appreciate you taking the time to uh, chat to me on Paranormal Junkie and share your story. So, uh, no problem. Yeah. So, can you tell us? I know you have to tell us where exactly where you're from, but I mean, you whereabouts in the world are you from? Oh, um, I'm from deepest, darkest southeast London. I actually live in Bermondsey, um, and I live and work in a primary school it's a 150 year old primary school oh wow okay um, yeah it was 150 years old last um last year wow and, um, i think it's the second oldest school within uh, the diocese of Southwark. if my if i've been told correctly yeah <laughs> if the information uh, is correct <laughs> yeah yeah and I, and I, and I believe it is yeah, I mean, uh, something about this the UK in general, isn't it? The the history here alone is is insane. No matter where you go in the country, it is yeah. absolutely whether you're in England, Wales, Scotland, Ireland, whatever. There's so much history on this uh, on this UK yeah. of Isles. <laughs> so. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I think that's why people love it so much. People love a love a history. They love a a story. They love a, a mystery. Whatever it is people just seem to enjoy that sort of thing well from your area to london obviously um obviously jack the ripper probably one of the most famous stories from down that era down that end yeah, for me at least I mean, anyway yeah i mean i'm only what say 15 minute walk from tower of london as well so you've wow. got history you got that alone um, yeah there you go yeah that alone. Just, just by the river so yeah so the so story is is that um when i've worked and lived um where I am now for coming up to 21 years. And so when, um, uh, let's see, easiest way to explain it. So my, my, my house literally is attached to school. It's not separate to the school. It's not just around the corner or just down the road. It's physically part of the school building. Oh, okay. So, and which is also in the playground of the school. Um, so um, when... I suppose, yeah, we moved it in 2002, um, and my first child was born that same year, late running in November. And um, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm, I'm a believer in ghosts or anything like that, but there's, there's got to be something out there. There's too many, too many sort of unexplained stories and stuff. So we used to, my wife sort of first noticed it first, the way you would sit in my living room, if he was watching the television, we've got a mirror on the wall which would reflect out 
through the living room door onto um, where our staircase is. Yeah. And, um, I'm actually moving my arms as if you can see me, which is a bit <laughs> stupid. I can see you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if this, pop, if this so, podcast becomes popular enough, maybe it'll be a video yeah. at some point. We'll, we'll, you have we'll, to re- I hope you don't show that. <laughs> while, maybe. And, um, yeah, so you would always catch um, a, like, like a, a movement on the stairs, whether it was a light... And you could sort of, I suppose you could sort of explain that away during the day if, as it's some sort of reflection or something like that. But you'd also get it at night time when lights weren't even on. So you're getting so, lights through, you're getting lights reflecting in the mirror even though lights aren't on. Yeah, yeah. So you, oh, it, wow. It, it, it would just move, yeah. It would just be like a moving light. So it, it would literally be going either up the stairs, actually usually up the stairs. Don't ever remember seeing it coming down the stairs. Oh, okay. But you'd always catch that sort of a glint of something. People could probably, like I just said, um, maybe pass it away as a reflection of something or corner of the eye sort type thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, that sort of thing. Okay. That's what you would see, and it, and it would be um, for for quite a while. You mean this went on for for quite a few years? It, well, actually, yeah, quite a lot of years. Um, but then there was also things like my daughter, uh, my youngest, no, no, sorry, my oldest would often. As she got older, so not just like when she was under one, but as she got a bit older, she would always, if she was laying down, she would always stare in one corner of the room constantly. Okay. So like, say, from where she lays, the the, the top right-hand corner. And my wife would always hear noises and stuff and like movement and things like that, whereas I just would put it down to it just being an old building yeah, I mean, wood obviously contracts yeah. and stuff, you know, during hot and, weather. And you hear yeah. more things at night because it's quiet. Of course, yeah. And during this the is... day, you don't hear things because there's the hustle-bustle of a normal day. Yeah. Um, I suppose then it's sort of got to a stage where we kind of sort of accepted that maybe something was there. But it was, ne- it was never a problem. I mean, it wasn't like an evil spirit. Didn't feel uneasy in the house or anything like that, no? No, no. At this point, Chris and his family are all very much decided this is just stuff kind of can be explained away. But maybe there is something here. Until one day, some of Chris's family members came over to visit and things took a bit of a turn. And we had my uh, my sister-in-law came around, my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law's husband and... Me and my sister-in-law's husband were sitting in our garden, just having a drink, and they was all bathing my um, eldest daughter. My bathroom's quite small, so okay. there's it, not, not much room to swing a cat in there. So there's the three of them in there with, with the baby in the bath. And we're sitting in the garden, as I said, and my mother-in-law comes out and she says to us, that's not funny. I okay. said, sorry? She went, that's not funny. I said, what's not funny? Why did one of you just try and push me in the bath? Went, okay. What? What's the rank moved? We're sitting there having the drinks. Well, something just tried to push me in the bath. And you can obviously and, both vouch for each other because you're sat with each yeah, other having a drink, there. and they're all in another room. So, if if you knew my mother-in-law, you would know that this was no way any, any form of joke, and it's because she's just not that type of person. No, I'm not saying she's not fun. She is, but she's she's quite she's she's um she's, a, not, she's a she's a regular churchgoer. Okay. She's Catholic, so she is very sort of. She, she she wouldn't be able to play a practical joke on you. And my my wife was convinced by it as well. As well, obviously she was in the room, and so was um. 
so was my sister-in-law as well. Um, and they, um, so we kind of sort of laughed it off, but then we sort of real. I suppose, like I said, we kind of accepted that maybe there was something within the house. Um, and I think then, I think it wasn't long after that bath incident. I don't think it was, it wasn't the same day or the same night. It was maybe a week or two later. I was sitting in my living room and I think there was some we had people around, only a few people. And I remember sitting on the floor. And the next thing I then I suddenly remembered, it felt like somebody had come from behind me and was pressing down on my head, literally pushing my head down into my shoulders. And yeah. and I could feel the pressure, but there was nobody, nobody, nobody pushing my head down. And so I thought, oh, this is not funny anymore now. We, I mean, we've all had, we've all had people maybe do that to you at some point in your yeah. life where they push you yeah. back. Yeah, yeah so exactly. you know, there, there was enough people in that room that. And just the size of the room. Yeah. That if somebody was standing behind me and doing that, bearing in mind I was sitting on the floor, even though he was kneeling behind me, I, I would know. Yeah, uh, exactly. I, yeah. I, would have, I would have seen them. Um, I mean, that's quite forceful. I mean, you've obviously had your mother-in-law push, and then yeah, you've had yeah, somebody then, sort of push down on you. And again, if you have yeah. like a stray hair fall and you feel a tickle, you can kind of pass it off as a bug or a hair. But to be, it, yeah. But to be physically pushed and have nobody yeah, there yeah. is I mean, that was, that, that quite scary. Was like a, like a proper pressure on my, on my head. When Chris's eldest daughter was about two years old, these strange occurrences stopped. But when Chris and his wife welcomed their second child, things started up again, with Chris's youngest seemingly looking at someone or something that wasn't there. And they even believed whatever it was, it was stopping their youngest from sleeping. Until one night, Chris's wife went into the daughter's room and asked for whatever it was to stop. Chris says after this, their daughter slept a lot better. Chris isn't sure if this is a coincidence or his wife got whatever it was to stop. But both are convinced that there was something there at one point. It's quite easy to listen to those sort of stories and sort of pass them off as... Yeah. To come up with anything. But when you now... You have to then have to listen to everything else that didn't necessarily happen in our house, but has been told to me by people firsthand who who had never had a discussion with about having a, maybe a ghost or something in the house. Um, so once you could, there was a deputy head teacher who used to work here, who actually, um, again, somebody who wouldn't sort of be able to spin a yarn or anything like that, a convincing story, who actually walked into one of the classrooms and um, was one of the first people in one day. This was just before I even worked in this was, but this story came out after sort of after I sort of spoke about what had happened in my place, and basically she walked through three classrooms because um, the school's a bit unusual. So it's got four classrooms upstairs that are all linked. There's no corridor; there. you have to go through each classroom. So there's a staircase on each end, but you have to go through. If you if you go through the first classroom and you want to get to the last one, you've got to pass through four classrooms. Okay. So she's teaching in the last classroom. She's probably in first person in maybe called 7107 and she's walked through all the classrooms and she still she doesn't work anymore but she, she swore um, um, every day that she walked into the classroom and in a there was an old woman sitting in her chair wow that's quite and, creepy um, and I was like what and, um, and she went yeah there's a woman sitting in my chair just and I just went 
Right. What are you doing sitting in my chair? Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't remember what um, happened. Um, what 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 the response was, or what happened after that? In that in that same classroom, now going, obviously moving on. I'd say about at least six or seven years after this, after that incident we were just speaking about. Yeah. Um, the the woman who is now head teacher used to be, um, funny enough, a deputy head teacher and was teaching in that same classroom. But she was in there one evening and um, we've got, um, we've got lights that are in the classroom. So if there's no movements in the classroom, the lights will go out. So they'll just turn themselves off. Yeah. Okay. So she's in this last classroom and she's sitting there, she's marking some books and it's, it's late in the evening. And, um, from, from that classroom, you can see the other three classrooms, whether it's through a window or whether it's through a door, because it's just kind of like in a sort of like a, a small sort of L shape as they, as they all connect. And so she's sitting there marking her books and she notices in the very first classroom, the lights come on. So then the lights then come on in the second classroom and then the lights come on in the classroom next to her. Now she's then expecting me to come through the door to remind her about the time that it's time for her to be leaving soon. Yeah. And she said, nobody came through the door, but all the lights went out in her classroom. Oh. So she just got up and she just ran out. Fair enough. This is now the head teacher, who's the head teacher of the school now. Um, she wasn't here when the other deputy had the incident in that classroom. She didn't know about that incident, the, the older incident, until I told her after what had happened to her. Yeah. So there's no, there was no sort of like, oh, I could just make up a story about that classroom. She, she, she was totally unaware of it. Um, but again, that's the same um, the same classroom and, and another incident. Yeah. Um, there was also a time when a teacher got, funny enough, again upstairs, but in the, the other end of the classrooms. So it seems um, to be uh, concentrated in these four classrooms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So literally, you can imagine that. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's very weird because I don't, I'm not aware of anything in the downstairs classrooms of the school. Okay. Ever happening, except a room that is not a classroom. But that, that's that big next story, funny enough. Um, so she was in the very last classroom, or the first, depending on which end she come from. And um, I knew she was in there. So she was the last teacher in. I always lock up. So um, she said, I'm going to be about 10, 15 minutes. I said, okay, no worries. So I sort of wait downstairs and I wait and I wait. And it gets a bit later. And when I go upstairs, I think she'd been trying to phone me, but you know, back then, I mean, mobiles didn't hold much charge, so my phone had died. So yeah. I went back up, and I and I got to the classroom door, and she's like banging on the door, and the door had been bolted from the outside, and there is a bolt on it. Um, so, a, a, so a dead bolt, yeah. Dead bolt, yeah, dead, yeah. dead slide across bolt. Yeah, now, okay. The only people who were there were me and her. You didn't I bolt didn't it, I assume. <laughs> I am 100% definitely certain that I did not bolt that door um, because I knew she was there. Yeah, so why I would you? I spoke, spoke to her and she said she was in about 15 minutes and I said, no worries, I'll, you know, I'll wait downstairs. Um, 
some people might say that maybe it's just my memory and uh, I did lock her in. Uh, so I suppose there is a possibility, but I'm quite sure. You're 100% sure you didn't put that dead ball across? Didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, obviously, anybody can be a skeptic about anything. I'm quite skeptic about, about, about the stories, even probably even the ones I've experienced myself. But when it's other people who, who, who mention these stories and they. And, you, and you've necessarily spoken to them about anything to do with it, um, it, it kind of makes you think. So Chris, his wife, the head teacher and the deputy head have all experienced things in this school and in Chris's house. And everybody seems to corroborate everybody's story. But one story in particular, very interesting, is when the old caretaker in his 80s comes back and visits the school with his grandson and his son. And what Chris learns next is quite shocking. Um, and, but, but, but particularly not the, the not not the guy who was the caretaker, but his son um, was talking to me about the house. Oh, oh, do you still live on site? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, oh, have you got a bath now? I went, yeah, yeah, it's definitely yeah, a bath. Okay. So I got <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, he said, when we moved over from North London, he said, um, he said, we moved from a house that had like, um, like, like proper running water and a bath and stuff. He said, when we came here, it was just like a tin bath. So that's all we had. I said, all oh, right, okay. Um, and he said, oh, do you, um, do you still have the ghost in the room next door? Right now. So, <laughs> okay. As, as I explained, yeah. my house is physically connected to the, to to the, the building. Yeah. So one of my walls is the, um, is, is basically joined, uh, with a, a room that it's not necessarily a classroom, but it's, it's used for small groups and stuff like that. Yeah. So I said, um, what do you mean? And he said, well, he said, when his um, cousins used to come and um, stay, he said, my cousins would come from the other side of London and they'd stay. He said, on one night, uh, we, me and him, we slept, him and his cousin, sorry, slept in this, in the room. So this is so it's the first room that's adjoined uh, that's in my house, but this in the school. And he said, during the night, um, he said, my, um, my cousin, he said, when we woke up, my cousin basically had blood all down his face. And he said, did you see that? Did you see that old man? And, and he said, what old man? He said, he said, some old man was just in here and just punched me in the face. And, um, obviously, nobody had been in that room. I mean, uh, just obviously going on, on, on his story. Yeah, of course. And things like that, then I start to think, is, is there something there? Because I hadn't discussed anything like that. I hadn't mentioned that we you know, we yeah. thought we had a and stuff. And he just came out with his story. Just, just like that, and I just thought, "Wow, maybe there is something." But, but even the children at the school have kind of been told about it. So, if there's ever a story about ghosts or anything, for, for some reason the head will say to me, "Oh, Chris," like even to new staff now, or you know, people who may, something may have cropped up or something. Or if somebody said, "Oh, the school must be must be haunted," it's a bit old in it, do you know what I mean? If I happen to be around, I I have to sort of relay stories of you know of what's happened to what's us happening. and and corroborate staff stories and stuff like that. But the, but the kid, the, the children in the school, um, they um, they think it's so. Basically, the school was built by a man in memory of his wife who died. So the school, funny enough, is named after 
the, 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 this gentleman. And yeah. they always say that my kids have always jokingly said it. And um, even the kids in the school, because my children went here. But the, the, the children in the school all think that the, the, the ghost is a female ghost. And she has she upstairs in that classroom where we've had a couple of incidents, uh, th- those incidents, just outside that classroom, as you go out on further up on the landing, there's actually the, a, a girl's girl's toilet. And occasionally what happens in that toilet is that the hand dryers, um, for some reason, will just, just go off, will just start. The children are, uh, are insistent that it's the ghost yeah. who's setting off the hand dryers. I've sort of kind of tried to explain that. They're very old hand dryers. They're probably just 40. <laughs> That's yeah. Well, but you know, there is that, I obviously. Really, I don't really think that a ghost is going in, using the toilet, and, and actually got the, 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 the sort of now to use a hand dryer. So, <laughs> but, so it, it's sort of part of a sort of a little joke now within the school and stuff like that. But there does seem to be something in it when people sort of come from previous years or have been here in previous years and, 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 and have some sort of story. It's not a lot of people. Some people, some people sort of look at you when you sort of tell a story and they go, really? And you say, well, yeah. the stuff I know, the, the stuff that I've experienced, yeah, I can, I'll vouch for myself on that. Other people's, I can't necessarily, but when people sort of suddenly say something, when you're not even talking about that, I think then, then you start to sort of, that's when you start. Yeah. More. Well, the yeah. fact the stuff that happened with your daughters when they were younger, yeah, that's happened yeah. twice. That's a yeah. bit random, yeah. you know, and it's almost happened exactly the same way. Yeah, and, um, and also only when they was quite young, each of them. Yeah. So, so like, and people go, "Oh, you still if you if you still got the ghost in your house?" I say, "No, nah, I've seen the ghost for years. Right, I haven't seen, it. I haven't had any sort of experience of it." Probably you could look at you, like you said, it wasn't malevolent, so it could be you no. know, it could be um, someone out. You're looking like out protection. for looking out. Yeah. yeah, it could be, could very well be. Depends on which way you want to go with the story, I guess. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, um, creepy. You want it, but it's yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, a film company would probably make it a lot more creepy than what it actually is. But the yeah. fact that there's these things happened upstairs in these four classrooms and stuff consistently yeah. is a bit. Is it residual? Is it something there? Yeah. The building's been there since I think I worked it out somewhere around the 1800s, uh, maybe yeah. late to yeah, 1870 something. Yeah, 1922. Last year was so yeah, 1872. I think it was. Yeah. If my maths is right, I appreciate you telling me the stories, Chris. 100. Yeah, percent um, I mean, cool. as we started before we recorded, we were talking about we're both kind of this is a a way for me to talk to people and hear stories and see what more because I've had I'm on the fence with things as I said to you off there. Yeah, um, and you're very much like me, I think, in a sense yeah. of you don't believe every story you hear or don't believe every piece of video evidence you see. Yeah, but the fact that people there's a lot of consistencies to some of this stuff. Is like, what? what is it? You know? Yeah. So, um, well, no, I assume nobody else has been locked in upstairs since uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> one no. teacher. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm quite sure. It's funny because as time goes past, I've I started to think, did I accidentally lock her in? But then <laughs> she would have heard me lock her door. Because I, uh, when I say, a, when I say like, like you said, like a dead bolt, I'm not talking a little dead bolt. I It'll mean, be a big one, yeah. As you can imagine, the school's 150 years old. It's got very huge doors within it and very old doors. So they are proper deadbolts with full-size padlocks on them. Yeah. So you've been there so, long enough, so it's almost like your house so where you know when somebody's walking up the stairs. Yeah. make a noise. So, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. It's, like, like, like we said, it's, it's, it's not necessarily what you believe. It's, um, 
what you see. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And sometimes, do, do you actually really believe what you see? So, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I'll say it. I'll probably on many, many, but I, I, there's a lot of spectrum of light that as humans we can't see. I've said it before elsewhere. Yeah. Um, so we know infrared light exists, but we can't yeah. see it. So huh? what could be within that light that you know it could be anything? Are these you know again based on what you've told me again, yeah. based on my experiences. I'm not going to say all of it, but this stuff, maybe with the lights and the doors, maybe residual. Yeah. It's an old yeah. building. It could be somebody reliving <laughs> their school years, or it could be an old teacher that was there. Doesn't yeah. you know? It could be anything. I mean, if you, I mean, I don't. Obviously, you can answer this if you want. But <laughs> have you had a paranormal investigators over there doing anything, or is it just a sort of in sort of school? No, that, you know, I can no, imagine. I, 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 yeah, I don't think that would go down well. <laughs> I can imagine a few parents complaining about something like that. Well, yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah, anything, uh, anything on CCTV cameras? Just off the top, while, while I'm thinking of questions. No, no we do have um, CCTV cameras. Never had anything on there. Um, okay. But most of our cameras uh, are not internal, anyway. Oh, okay, of course, yeah. Don't have interest. We don't have internal cameras, as most school. I mean. Certain schools will, and they, and you obviously allowed them in certain places. Of course, yeah. And within internal, internally, but uh, we don't. As we were nearing the end of our conversation about the school where Chris works, a piece of information he then brings to my attention that could explain, possibly, why some of these things are going on within the school and possibly his home. But also what was... So where the school is situated, next to the school, there used to be a church as well. The church ah, okay. isn't there anymore, but we do have uh, a, one wall that, that runs along the playground, which is um, which is the only remaining part of the. Um, wow. Okay. Or the remains of the of the church. That, yeah. That, that, yeah. Um, so, churches, churchyards. Who knows? Well, <laughs> who yeah, knows what's lurking? Absolutely. I mean, have you? I mean, of when this stuff was happening, did you look up the? I mean, obviously, you know, the school's been there for 150 years, and now you, you know there's a church next door that could explain a lot of things. Yeah. Um, if you're going to go down that way, I mean, have you looked up anything yourself? What the building was it? Always, mean, was it always a school? I you mean, did we, tell me this, I think, but I don't. I don't know. I haven't looked back past that. I mean, the school actually still have um, records from very early. Like early doors of actually, um, sort of almost like registers going back to I think the late eighteen hundreds. Some of them are. Like, yeah. So we've actually got like records of the children that came, and because back then with schools, particularly late eighteen hundreds and early nineteen hundreds, it wasn't necessarily you didn't necessarily come just because of like the kids were all different ages when they was coming to school. They'd come at all. Yeah. There's a list of children that, that vary in age from maybe 13 down to five. Yeah, so you had a lot. Yeah. Wow. So it was okay. Like a, it was it was more like the children. The and that that's what it kind of was. It was a it was a, a at the time it was a, a a school built for the I suppose maybe some of the more poorer children because I think at one point it might have even only been first of all a boys' school, but I'm not 100. percent but okay. some of the some of the records that they do still do um, point to that are very old. Yeah, with, with the list of names and like we have sort of people who sometimes ask us uh, about them. Oh, could you look to see whether yeah, I might like my great granddad come? And, so yeah, yeah. Give, I'll, I'll be given a piece of paper that's got somebody's name on it and a and a year that they was born or a year they might have been at the school. 
Yes. Quite time consuming to find something. I, I, I can imagine. But yeah. for example, there's a there's a teacher here now. If I if if I remember rightly, her dad used to come to the school, and so he's actually in one of the um, one of the books, like like his name, and 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 the really older records actually have the list of their the children's names. I think the names, their ages, and also their their address was written in these big big books. Wow. So from a historical point of view, there's a lot of sort of stuff that that you can find. I don't know what it was before. I've never even thought about. I'm just wondering what, whether because obviously when it was built, and then obviously it's. Yeah. I know. Uh, I know. Obviously, and there was obviously London. You got the World War, yeah. the wars, and stuff. Obviously, you no know, yeah. bombings and stuff. So it could have been used as a shower, maybe. It could have been used for anything, really, or even you know, it may have. St- I don't. I would assume it wouldn't have been a school necessarily during World War Two when the bombings were happening, no. but you know. It would have been used for something, I would assume. During um, during one of the wars, it was still a school because um, there's actually a, a memorial in one of the classrooms um, for the for the. Um, it, it's a plaque, and I think there's there's a Bible inside it, and it's got a list of about 12, 12 16 names of of staff who who actually died during during the war. Wow. Okay. So, well, yeah. There's see that leads into more questions and answers, so then, doesn't it? So doesn't it? Yeah. View more, and I haven't even thought about that and putting that into con into conjunction with obviously what we've been talking about. Yeah. Never even thought of it. Okay. So you could even look at that. Yeah. But every a lot of people think it's the um the the, the guy who built it that it was his. It, yeah. It, sorry, he, he, he. I don't. I'm assuming he didn't build it himself, but. He funded it, funded um, it, yeah, in, in memory of his wife. So that was a stupid turn. So it definitely seems there is something in this school where Chris has worked for the last twenty-one years. So my last question was, what does he think it is? I don't know. I think I think things like lights and movement on stairs and stuff like that, you can you can pass away. I think when you start to throw in things like um, old ladies sitting in chairs. Then somebody else, funny enough, in the same classroom, having another experience of, of lights going out when every single other light went on. Um, other people, obviously, going back. I suppose if if that happened when that man was a kid, when his cousin got punched, they must have been. His dad was eighty a few years ago, so you're still talking the forties, maybe the fifties. It was happening then, so it's got to be something. I'd like to think there's something to a degree. Can't be just this. It. What we have now can't just be it. It'd be a bit boring, wouldn't it? I want to give a big thank you to Chris for sharing his stories from his school that he's worked in for the last 21 years. If you want to hear the uh, full uncut version of that interview, you can listen on patreon.com forward slash Benny Mac Productions. You can also follow the show at Power Junkie UK on Twitter. Thank you for listening and we'll see you again soon. Mm-hmm.